among Brazilians, coffee beans grow by the billions. So they've got to find those extra cups to fill. They've got an awful lot of coffee in Brazil. Well, they got a lot of coffee in uh, the States, too, especially on Mornings with Ken. Hey, you are listening to Mornings with Ken, and I'm so glad you guys stopped by. Go get that cup of coffee. Go get that virtual donut. Pull up a chair and stay a while, because I am really glad that you are here. all say no, no, no. The politician's daughter was accused of drinking water and was fined the great big $50 bill. They've got an awful lot of coffee in Brazil. right did you know that jesus is for losers that's right you heard that on mornings with ken jesus is for losers it's it's if you need a crutch to get through life you need religion because you can't make it on your own so you're looking to religion to help you get through life yeah yeah Jesus is for losers. Well, did I shock you there? Well, hey, it's it's about time to come clean on mornings with Ken. Jesus is for losers. Hey, did you know in the uh there are over 210 million Christians in America? 200 what did I say? 210 million Christians in America. 210 Christians in America. 2.3 billion Christians worldwide. 2.3 billion Christians worldwide. However, however, according to the Pew Research Group, Christianity is declining in Western countries. So here in the West, Christianity is declining. And I, I, that's really not what the show is going to be about today, but um, keep that in mind as we go through the show. Christianity is declining in the Western countries. 
But I will say, you know, you, you hear, um, well, I've heard people say, um, atheists and, and other people, yeah, you know, religion is, is for those that, you know, they need a crutch. They need a crutch. You know, it, it, it's, you can't get through life, so you better just, you know, have some, have some, uh, you know, the Wizard of Oz up in the sky, the man behind the curtain, he's going to fix everything for you. Well, let's, let me see what Buddha said. You know Buddha, which I don't think Buddha was a real person. If so, where's his grave? But anyway, here's what Buddha said. No one saves us but ourselves. No one can and no one may. We ourselves must walk the path alone. Again, I'm going to say this. Read it again. It's from Buddha. No one saves us but ourselves. No one can and no one may. We ourselves must walk the path alone. Hmm. That's what Buddha had to say about life. No one can save us. Mm-mm-mm-mm. I'll might return to that quote a little bit later. Um, let's see what Karl Marx had to say about religion. Karl Marx. Um, the um, religion as the illusionary happiness of the people is the demand for real happiness. Religion as the illusionary happiness of the people is the demand for real happiness. So people are looking for happiness? Okay, okay, here's, okay, I see I missed part of the quote here. Let's, let's restate that. The, abol- the, the, the abolishment of religion as the illusionary happiness of the people is demand for real happiness. So he calls for the um, abolishing religion and then you will reach um, <laughs> happiness, real happiness. Wow, I totally butchered that quote. So the uh, abolition of religion as the illusionary happiness for the people is the demand for real happiness. So once you get rid rid of religion, then you can find true happiness. Oh man, Karl Marx. How's that working out for you today? <laughs> you know, there's a famous quote by Karl Marx too. Um, religion is the opium for the people. Religion is the opium for the people, and I've read it. I read a little bit uh, uh, on that quote, and many people um, miss the first part of that. In German, it actually reads "die religion." It is the opium for the people. 
So Karl Marx calls for the death of religion. Die religion, it is the opium of the people. Wow. Wow, Karl Marx, that's some strong words. Uh, let's see, uh, Frederick Nietzsche. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. I think that's how you say Fr Frederick. Frederick Nietzsche. <laughs> Two great European narcotics, alcohol and Christianity. Ouch, Frederick Nietzsche. Two great European narcotics, alcohol and Christianity. So he's comparing Christianity, faith in Christ, to narcotics, alcohol. Mm, see, there's that crutch again, saying we need a crutch. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. All right, what else? Let me... Uh, okay, here, here's another... Uh, Quote from, from uh, Frederick Nietzsche. Christianity came into existence in order to lighten the heart. But now it first has to burden the heart so as afterward to be able to lighten it. Consequently, it shall perish. Let me read that again. Frederick Nietzsche. And this is from this is a quote from his writings of des the destiny of Christianity, from human to all too human, from from Frederick Nietzsche, uh, from his uh, writings, destiny of Christianity, from human to all too human. Christianity came into existence in order to lighten the heart, but now it has first, but now it first has to burden the heart so as afterwards to be able to lighten it. Consequently, it shall perish. So he predicts that Christianity will perish. Well, too, too bad he didn't live to see it because he died in 1900. He was 56 years old. So he died at 56 years of age in 1900. So, all right, Frederick Nietzsche. Okay. Um, yeah, you know, let's go back. Let's go back. To, I wanted to go back to what Buddha said. No one saves us but ourselves. No one can and no one may. We ourselves must walk the path alone. Buddha said that. Well, how's that working out for you, Buddha? How's that working out for Mankind. I mean, mankind sure has done well um, without using a crutch, right? I mean, uh, you know, if Jesus is for losers and mankind does not need religion, does not need Christianity, how's that working out? How, how well has mankind done without, uh, without Christ? Well, let's 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 look at a few things. Um, mankind has killed at least at least one billion people, one billion people through war involving land grabs, war over land. That's that's the best figure 
um, the experts can estimate is that throughout the history of war of mankind, a minimum of one billion people probably have died doing to war involving land grabs. Wow. Wow. Um. It's all right. Armageddon. Appetite. No control. No control. Watch out. Over there. Radiation. You'll lose your hair. Who said it's all right? It's all right. Who said? Armageddon. Appetite. Who said? It's all right. It's all right. Well, who told you? It's all right. Who told you? Armageddon. Appetite. Armageddon. Pardon the interruption there. I'm not sure what happened. But anyway, hey, let's, let's, uh, let's go on here. Um, so, yeah, we kill each other pretty efficiently, don't we? Um, also, you know, another way we, we kill each other is, you know, mankind, we're so good to, to one another and we don't need a crutch, but but we, we starve each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good way to kill each other, too. So mankind, you know, we don't love each other. We starve each other. Um, Stalin, Stalin in Russia gets credit for starving 5 million people. <laughs> hey, what a great leader, right? Stalin, another one, denies uh, the need for religion or God. Um, but, you know, so he starves his own people, 5 million people. Um, Stalin, Stalin starved in uh, Russia. Way to go, Stalin, way to go. Um, I don't know if it's Chairman Mao or just I'm gonna I'm gonna butcher this name. Uh, uh, China China leader Mao Zedong Zedong Mao Zedong in China, and this is I think around before the turn of the century. Um, he did nothing while his people starved. He took no action. When 45 million people in his country were starving um, because of, uh, uh, really, it wasn't necessarily caused by him, but he, it was caused by the drought and, and uh, but he took no action and showed no concern for over 45 million people in China dying um, around the turn of the century. Wow, wow, man! Jesus is for losers, man. We only know, don't need no Jesus, man.
Let's see. Man, mankind does so good taking care of itself, right? So good. So good. We need we need to, as Karl Marx said, um, abolish religion and then we'll find real happiness. Right? The abomination of abomination of religion, boy, abolishment of religion is the illusionary of happiness of the people, is the demand for real happiness. So if you um, abolish religion, you're going to find true happiness, right? Of course, Buddha says no one's no one can save us but ourselves. No one can, and no one may. We ourselves must walk the path alone. And then, of course, Karl Marx also said, die religion. <laughs> religion is the opium for the people. Okay. Wow, it's working out really well for mankind. Um, just in America alone, I know there's a recent movie that was out um, and uh, talked about the sex trade. Over one million children, one million children in America involved in the sex trade. Over one million children involved in the sex trade in America. Oof, man. How, how do you get through life knowing those figures, man? What do you, what, who do you, who do you pray to? What what's what's your go to? You gonna run to Buddha? I mean, where excuse me while I cough. <coughs> yeah, where's your where's your hope? What's your hope in mankind? Is your hope is your hope rested in mankind? Is that where you place your hope at? Is that your is that your solid ground? Is that your foundation? Is that your cornerstone? Is your cornerstone of your hope built on mankind and your brother and sister? I don't think so. It, if it is, you're in a bad situation. America's murder rate, well, Americans kill three to four million each year. Wait, that can't be right. American murder. American uh, murders and three to four million each year. Wow! 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 <laughs> hey, let's talk about rape. Rape's a pleasant thing that mankind does to the one another, right? Two hundred eighty thousand rapes in America each year. Two hundred eighty thousand rapes reported. Think about that reported. What about the ones that go unreported? 280,000 rapes each year. Man. Man. But you know what? We could find happiness within ourselves. You know. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I think we're just fooling ourselves if we really think we're going to find happiness outside of Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> it's not working out so good for us, people, is it? And you think about right now, we got, you know, you got Russia, you know, doing another land grab over there in the Ukraine. Yeah, people, 
People have died, you know. People displaced, homeless. But we're, yeah, I'm sure we're standing in a big circle singing, I'd like to buy the world a Coke and teach it harmony. You know, or we could be like the Beatles and sing, all you need is love. No, all you need is not just love, people. Love doesn't, uh, love isn't solving uh, the murder rate in America. Love isn't uh, solving the 280,000 rapes each year. Um, and, you know, one million children involved in a sex slave trafficking in, in America each year. Yeah. Yeah, you know, we could all hold hands and, um, you know, sing, sing happy songs and think happy thoughts. But, uh, yeah, you know, we could be reminded of Buddha's quote, no one can save us but ourselves. No one can and no one may. We ourselves must walk the path alone. Or, or we could be like Karl Marx. Die, religion. Religion is the opium for the masses. For the masses. Um, Frederick Nietzsche, two great American narcotics, alcohol and Christianity. Yeah, yeah. You know what? People, we're broke. We're broken down. Our bodies are sick. Our bodies are... Our kneecaps are broken. Our elbows are broken. We're sick with the disease of sin. We are totally sick with the disease of sin. And no one else can solve that. You can't solve that yourself. You can think all the happy thoughts you want. But I believe what the Bible says the Bible says the heart of man is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? That's in Jeremiah, book of Jeremiah. The heart of man is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? Think about that verse. Think about that scripture verse. The heart of man is deceitful above all things. Anything above all things is deceitful and desperately wicked. Think about that. That's such a strong word. Desperately wicked. Desperately wicked. It's not just wicked. It's desperately wicked. Who can know? I like how the verse closes out there. Who can even know it, basically? Man is so deceitful and wicked who can even understand it? Who can understand how wicked the heart of man is? Little children abused every year. How wicked. How wicked. Can we even grasp that? Can we wrap our minds around that? Desperately wicked. Who can know it? You know what? I know what the Bible says. In Ephesians chapter 2, verse 1, the Bible says that we all were dead in our trespasses and sins. 
We were dead in our trespasses and sins. We are so evil, so wicked, so deceitful. God looked us, looks at us as dead. We are dead. We are unable, despite what Buddha says. Buddha says we can save ourselves. God says, no, you can't. You are so wicked that you are dead in your trespasses and sin. But people, I got some good news for you. Romans chapter 5, verse 8. But God demonstrated his love for us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Romans 5, 8. But God demonstrates his love towards us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. See, we have we have a way out of this wicked, wicked world that we live in. And you say, well, you don't need a crutch. Well, when you're broken and you're sick, you could either go to the doctor and get well or lay in your brokenness and your illness and die. I, myself, mornings with Ken, I will admit, I'm, I'm broken. I'm broken down. I'm sick. But thank God, he has rescued me. And I'm more than willing to run to my doctor, Christ Jesus, and bow before him and submit and say, Lord Jesus, I'm broken. I'm dead. But you have made me alive. And I give you glory and honor and praise for what you have done for me. For, for while I was yet depraved and wicked, you demonstrated your love towards me that although I was dead, considered dead before your sight, you made me alive. You died for me to bring me to life. So you people don't think you need a crutch. You don't think you need something to rely on. Eh, you could try it on your own. A lot of people have. A lot of people have. And uh, I don't think it worked out so well for them. But I encourage you to hold on to Jesus. Because Jesus is for losers just like me and you. Love you. Have a great day.